I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here at the Football Ramble, there are three things we love as much as football. Movies, games, and free stuff. Now, Love Film have allowed us to combine all of those things for you, our beloved listeners. You can sign up for a free 30-day trial at thefootballramble.com slash lovefilm where you can instantly watch exclusive titles with the Love Film streaming service on your TV, PC, PS3 or iPad. You can also order via post with no late fees and free first-class delivery both ways. Access to 70,000 titles across DVD, Blu-ray, streaming and games will give you a taste of what it's like to be a Football Ramble presenter as you can spend your days indulging in all those things whilst sat around in your underwear. You can cancel at any time, and it only takes a few minutes. So sign up today. Sharpen your pencils and throw away your rulers, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's with me. Hello, Pete. Howdy. Luke. All right. Well, we're all here, ladies and gentlemen. We're all here. Welcome to Ramble Land. We're going to start <laughs> um, by asking this question after this little piece of information. Reginald D. Hunter, the comedian, the fantastic comedian Reginald D. Hunter, recently performed at the PFA Awards and managed to offend members of the FA. Don't you dare tell me to slow down. Um, <laughs> if given the chance, how would you have offended the FA at the awards ceremony, Jim? I'm the whole th- to just talk about the Reginald Hunter thing for a bit. I'm absolutely staggered by it. Part of the PFA statement mm. uh, about it and how outrageous it was that Reg Hunter did his set that they booked him to do um, <laughs> was like, yeah, oh, we were really, you know, this was inappropriate. Uh, the audi- we told him before, and the audience was made up of about 25% women and age ranges from like 20 to, to 80. It's like, oh, poor women. The old people that probably same as young people. Yeah. So and most of them were ignorant. Photoed with him having a great time. Yeah. They? <laughs> on his Facebook page, <laughs> check it out. It's hilarious. So um, but basically, the essentially to boil it down to the the, the facts. The uh, the uh, the PFA booked Reginald D Hunter and are now complaining they got Reginald D Hunter. Mm. Yeah. And they're asking for his feedback. Mm. Yeah. The, the the titles of his shows have that word in them all of them <laughs> yeah. including one that's called work in progress and end bomb yeah. um, so yeah <laughs> unbelievable but what I would do um, just in case is anybody is unaware um, everybody might not know him no he, one's unaware he, uh, <laughs> well the people overseas <laughs> the PFS clearly well they yeah, were yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're the most switched on people the PFA <laughs> right, right. so this is a message <laughs> specific to the FA yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's an American comedian um, from, from, uh, the, from south. the deep south yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, black comedian with, with, with a lot of jokes that couldn't uh, contain the N-word. Mm. Yeah. I've very 
briefly met Reg Hunter and he's the coolest man yeah, in the oh, world. Oh, yeah, he's superb. Um, but yeah, what I would do, um, I would basically, I, I'd also take the stage, but um, I'd try and raise awareness of a different issue. And <laughs> basically, I think it, it's impossible to find out the stats of how many people in the world are gay, but it's sort of, you know, generally considered there must be about one gay footballer in each team. Um, so what I would do <laughs> is I'd nominate one from each team, mm-hmm. uh, just on the night and go, there you go, there's your gay. I've, I've allotted you a gay yeah. uh, in each team, and you now, you have to be tolerant towards that gay, whether that player is gay or not. And obviously, they wouldn't know how to handle it because they've not known how to handle this it would fall into chaos and maybe someone somewhere would learn something I don't know what my message or my point is football would stop um, yeah uh, I think maybe we need that which may not be a bad thing so so, um, it's like wink murder you'd have to sort of wink (laughs) wink at the player now you are gay what a what a game that was! Yeah. Or oh, still is. Still is. Um, well, so basically, it'd be a really sort of backhanded way of dealing with a problem in in the very much in the style of the powers that be in football. Absolutely, I like that. You're trying to find um, a worthwhile solution to a problem that shouldn't be there, of course. Absolutely, um, and, and they would get getting it completely wrong. And yeah, and they, absolutely, mirror imaging. The, the, the FA one could argue mm. <laughs> subverting uh, the PFA exactly. and the FA, which is very easily done. Indeed, yeah, Pete. Uh, I would walk around with a uh, like a fancy kind of um, cocktail glass yeah. full of like a blue liquid. Mm. It would be mouthwash, ah. and I'd go uh, up to every sort of dignitary. So I'd go, does this does this uh, does this taste weird to you? And they taste it. Go, that's mouthwash, and I'd do it to everybody in the room, <laughs> and everyone would have tasted my mouthwash. Fresh yeah. breath. Um, yeah, they would have it as well, which and that would offend the FA, would it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think was that guy like giving everybody mouthwash. Oh, what mouthwashy Pete? Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he sometimes turns up. Don't worry about it. Don't know why we keep letting him in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think it were that by now? Where did you get all that? It's that blue liquid. I thought it was WKD. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, um, yeah, I was a bit confused by the question because the PFA were the ones that booked the player. The, yeah, and you said the FA, right? So well, I've, I've given, it's important in my answer. So I want to make it clear that I've gone for how you defend the FA. Okay, right. Okay. okay. Yeah. What I would do is I would take a couple of moments out of the the, uh, the ceremony. Mm. And I'd unveil the new head of the PFA <laughs> to the FA, and I'd get David Bernstein up to welcome him, and I'd make it John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Big Set. Enforce a almost weird high five slash handshake cuddle hug mess yeah. because no neither would know which to do, mm. um, and then the whole thing would end in ignominy. Like they'd, it. They'd, prob- they'd probably just get so confused about the handshakes and the high fives and stuff that mm. they'd just start kissing. And then they leave the mouthwash. Yeah, couldn't they? Because uh-huh. they get the fresh breath. Yeah. And, and would also become yeah. the um, the designated gay. Yeah, yeah. So all three, so they, they all link up. Together, I think we should yeah. all get the point. Give them yeah. a kiss. I've got the mouthwash. They should do that. <laughs> they should do that instead of the f- um, pretty much handshake. Players should have to kiss on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Full, on, full hard on the mouth. I think this was suggested on the football ramble once upon a time. Again, yeah. it's come up. We do that. It needs to. It's not repeating a joke. It's remembering a good idea that still hasn't been put in place yet. And until it does, yeah. I mean, I think I probably will give all three of you the points actually because it all links up quite nicely there mm. cheers hunk um, unless I can come up with something better oh, I see uh, well I was going. I was going to because it's the um, oh, I get this confused it's the 90th anniversary of, of Wembley mm. right. um, it, it happened uh, last uh, two weeks ago um, so I would I would go up there and say let's let's celebrate Wembley Stadium and then I would kind of uh, reenact the building of the stadium maybe using Lego or something get a couple of people on and uh, you know a year on we'd all still be at the ceremony <laughs> no, lock the doors <laughs> yeah. no one leaves no one leaves until and it's it done. really would offend everybody did you bring a load of Australian builders on the stadium <laughs> yeah. 
all keep that. kicking stuff over. All that. All and that. Get them to kiss as well. Everybody kissing. Yeah. Let's um, all kiss each other. Not let's let go of our bums. Oh, okay. <laughs> come on. Uh, so, yeah, you, you three can have the points. Because yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've already won, um, so it doesn't really matter. Are you, have you, are you champion? Have you been crowned champion already? Uh, uh, during the season? I've I, I just decided that I should have given you a guard of honour when you came <laughs> in. <laughs> well, I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the Premier League. Um, uh, let's go to the, uh, the Liverpool Derby first off. Just to say that um, it was a super Sunday, wasn't it? Oh, so Merseyside no. derby. I don't want to call it Liverpool derby because it's a bit offensive. Oh, true, true, yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. Merseyside, Merseyside derby. But yeah, that, that was uh, the nil-nil. Jamie Carragher's last sleeper off Sunday. So, <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> like we said the other week, that applies should, to those players as well. Yeah, very much. It yeah. should only be des- decided or, or tagged as Super Sunday at the end of the day. Absolutely. <laughs> you should basically get Gary Neville on one of those big screens that you use for Monday Night Football and then just say, yeah. draw it up, say right. Was it a Super Sunday, Gary? And it, c- and it could be like the, like the um, nuclear readiness alert for the American national security, mm. where every if there's like three or four Super Super Sundays in a row, mm. it goes up and up and up. Mm, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's linked to season ticket prices. Yeah, no, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thinking out loud. No, no, but I think, uh, yeah, what, like a sliding scale? Yeah, like, so it, like the Corn Laws. The more <laughs> Super Sundays there are, the, the higher the, the season the t- ticket prices. Which would yeah. give, uh, you know, the, the chairman and managers um, a bit more onus to, to tell their players to go out there and perform. I'd, qu- I'd quite so like more money. I'd quite like going over a helicopter to land in the centre circle and give like a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down and then just get back in his helicopter oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, like a gladiatorial like yeah. Roman and if, and if he gives a thumbs down all the players throats are slit yeah it wasn't actually if you look at the facts it wasn't actually uh, feasts upon. <laughs> it wasn't quite uh, it wasn't quite a thumbs up if you look at the uh, the actual ancient Rome um, texts so okay, what, was it? what was it it was it was uh, let me think now if, 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 if he wanted the man saved yeah. He would. He would. Always, if you wanted him dead, thumbs down. Yeah. Right. And if you wanted him saved, he would then um, put the thumb in his fingers, as it covering, uh, holding his thumb in his hand. So okay. put the thumb Save. up. You don't want any room for sort of thumbs yeah. up and ambiguity there. No, it wasn't thumbs up then. Tommy two thumbs hasn't been invented by then. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so remember your remember your ancient worlds, maybe, Jim. Maybe Paul McCartney should um, consider doing that one. Why? Because he does a lot of thumbs up, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Yeah, no. He's, and yeah, Ringo does this peace sign a lot. Doesn't yeah, he? yeah. yeah. Peace Paul McCartney's last album was called Kisses on the Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Just a fact. <laughs> if Pete had an album, I'd imagine that oh, would be called. It'd be worse than that. It would be. Uh, quickly, <laughs> back to the Merseyside derby. Uh, a blistering nil-nil. <laughs> it was not, uh, but it was Jamie Carragher's last. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, it was the treat us to something special. Yeah. Right. Own goal, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Clean sheet for the big man. That's, 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 that's not special. <laughs> I thought Everton were really unlucky having distance goal disallowed. Yeah. It seemed, seemed pretty, pretty... Was know, little, harsh. Little I mean, the one thing I would say to defend it is Michael Oliver, the um, the, the referee, the match official on the uh, on the day, did actually blow up quite early, didn't mm. he? So it wasn't like he he, he obviously saw something. I, I agree yeah. with Jim. I don't quite know what he saw. It's pre-planned, um, you're suggesting. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I just think you know, it's, it's conspiracy. Very strange because I couldn't really put my finger on anything too dodgy there. I mean, no, maybe just a bit, a bit of shoving, but nothing yeah. too. Yeah. Strange, yeah, but um, yeah, just a, a proper end of season game, wasn't it? Really, wasn't really it, was. It? Shame, really. Usually, that derby can provide well, you, some. You look at the way the league tables at the moment, points. though. It's like yeah, the, I mean, both teams are very unlikely to move from the positions they're in. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like Everton are five points lower than Spurs, and Liverpool five points lower than them, but but seven points above West Brom. So, isn't yeah. it? No, yeah. no, no teams having to move. It's really point for how Everton have played this season as well to kind of miss out <laughs> on the. On, on the Champions League push I think yeah. but, but they've just got a, such a small squad haven't yeah, they yeah. It's just finishing higher than Liverpool they'll, they'll, if, if they do they'll, they'll uh... is that a thing that people really sort of hang their hats on well I don't know I don't know well, well Pete what would you give to finish above Sunderland this year <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible down hey. the bottom isn't it he's, oh, he's owned you there hasn't Ooh, he Peter he's, he's owned me po- he's owned you and, and put you up for rent um, Manchester United <laughs> lost at home to Chelsea a brilliant three points 
for the Blues in their quest for Champions League spot. Matter with a, a squirmy, wormy goal just towards the end. And that was um, another corker, wasn't it? <laughs> Chances galore. <laughs> it was a dreadful, sour how, Sunday. How long have they been celebrating? Imagine United. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. quite a while. It, it must, it must be so pitch. difficult for them to keep Matavec because they've been so yeah. focused for so long. Especially, it? you know, and, and that's it now. It's Even if like it's subconscious. But, they, want, but they wanted to get 94 <coughs> points, is that right? 95 is the record, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, but yeah, club. Yeah, they, they couldn't get that anyway now, can they? Like, even going into I this think, game, I think they could get, get a club record. Do you well, mean their club record or the Premier League record? I don't know what the club record is, but the Premier League record is Chelsea, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Well, they can't. I don't think they can get it now. So, um... It must be so disappointing if you're, if you're a fan and you get a ticket for that game and you're thinking towards the end of the season, uh, normally that would be one almighty mm. match, but it's, it's but, a, a but, bit of a but, squib. Yeah, because you would imagine that that would have been a pretty decisive game. Yeah, that's Or you right. could have gambled that that would have mm. been a pretty decisive game. But I mean, Ferguson obviously rested some players, didn't he? I think he wants them to get appearances to get their medals. But I think, yeah. I, think I heard that um, it used to be 10 appearances for a medal, didn't it? But now... Is it 10? Yeah, but now apparently it's changed. That the teams get dished out forty medals, and they can mm. give them out okay. as they but want. Don't you? I think but you've got you, made five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. cut them in half. You, well, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you've got, if you've got did, the tools, didn't then cherry not once uh, cut, cut up her um, music, uh, like an NME award or whatever it was, or a Brit award, right. and make it into tiny little medallions for all the, all the people she knew. Oh, that's nice. Something, oh. something like that. Mm. Yeah. Didn't uh, Mourinho, Mourinho threw his Champions League medal into the crowd once? I think he you? did. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what Peter Kenyon's done with his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got that one, Mourinho. He yeah, ran yeah. in and dived into the crowd and got it. Probably. Peter Kenyon's, is <laughs> even though he wasn't at Chelsea. Peter Kenyon's is probably his fucking door knocker <laughs> 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 with a little with a little like, blue plaque underneath. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. a medallion. I think just permanently. Yeah. A blue I like plaque that says Peter. Kenyon lives here <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs> um, couple of points of a uh, couple of points of interest on the game. At half really? time, Martin. Well, I've, I've, I've done well there. I've done the goal. I've had to go off. I have to go off piste. You'll, you'll <laughs> oh, hear the off. That was the other. Uh, one. Oh yeah, the seven off. We'll come to that in a minute. But all oh, right. Uh, Martin Tyler said at half time, this game's been a bit like kissing your sister. Yeah, I was disturbed by that mm. at the time. Se- sexy. sexy. It, I mean, sexy it sounds problem. like it's a Shut s- up. sounds like it's a saying, like a popular saying. But apparently, none of us it have is. heard of it. But I've someone said to me that uh, so apparently some American commentators well known for saying it. But I don't ask them, I'm not acknowledging it as a saying. No, no. It's strange. It's stupid. It's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> and also, another point of interest that I noticed is Manchester United's goalkeeping coach, Eric Steele, looks exactly like Mick McCarthy. Ooh, so, so that's that. what you've come Should up that. with. They was, did you see the game? They were, they were the talking did. points, Jim. Yeah. Did you see the game? I did. Should we talk about the sending off? Mm. Yeah. Did, uh, did David Luiz have a little chuckle? That, um, did, well, maybe it was a kind of funny uh, way. Yeah, he <laughs> landed, maybe landed on his face. His fellow Brazilian into into kicking him. In the like the way Harry Redknapp was like gutted in a, in a funny way when he got relegated. Who was it? Was it Basinga? Yeah, as well, yeah, we yeah. saw on. Nah, he just went out of order. The lad, someone just said a funny joke to him. He's having a whale of a time. Basinga, I couldn't believe it's like. I know, he's loving it. Yeah, well, we get a six-week holiday now. But Raphael, by the way, should have been sent off. It wasn't like people are alluding that Lewis got him sent off. No, if you if you laugh after getting hurt, then it wipes it. That's what happened to McManaman with Wigan in that tackle. The Everton yeah. player had laughed, so that was it. So, yeah, it, was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rescinded on after, the spot. After, after Lewis's goal in the week, I thought uh, oh, he, he, can do no, he can do no wrong for me. I think, I think goal of the season could be his one against Fulham for me, actually. Mm-hmm. Were you there for that one? Uh, no, wasn't it? Oh, Van Persie's there the other week. That was super. Oh, it was bad. To effectively win the league. Housen's as well. 
for Villa. That's great. Oh, Loughton, you mean? Loughton, sorry. Yeah, yes. Houston, yeah, yeah. All of them. Uh, West Brom 2, Wigan 3. Oh, oh. Here they come. How Here they come. How good was Sean Maloney in that game? He was very good. Absolutely magnificent. He's, he's done very well. I like their front three. They're quite interesting in the way they move around. I really like Billy Jones because he's an adult human man called Billy. Mm. I just like it. <laughs> he's having a cartoon strip, isn't he? Yeah, he does. The West Brom right back, yeah. Do you remember Billy the Fish? Do yeah, yeah. Mm. goalkeeper mate. No, that was a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, Wigan are doing this thing where they. I know that for a fact that Wigan are, I think, tenth or something like that in in terms of form generally mm. uh, in April and May or May. I think it might just be May for the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> and um, not very clear stat, uh, but but. Um, Wigan are actually in better form anyway than a lot of the teams around them. The points they've taken in the last sort of ten games are better than the teams around them. And it looks, and the reason it's so great is because a lot of teams, knowing they needed to win games around this stage of the season, be a bit nervous and they try to do the old. Let's set up nice and tight and try yeah. and nick on the break. We're going to just like, we scored as many goals as we can. They become increasingly free flowing towards yeah. the end of the season. But that's maybe the reason, weird, is it? It's weird. It's it's perhaps, perhaps they're too cautious early on. Maybe. I th- maybe there is something to that. Ben Watson is back for them as well. He's a, he's a good player for them, so that's good. Martinez obviously switched the game around by making two substitutions when they were 2 1 down. It's just credit to I them. I think both teams play some nice stuff, actually. Mm. And you've got to give credit. I mean, it's a great win for Wigan, but West Brom have all had a great season. I mean, they've not been at the top 10 all season. I think they're 8th yeah. now. Yeah. They're, having, they're having a great time of it, too. You know? And, and um, it's a, it's a magnificent win for Wigan. I mean, they need to they need to start winning, obviously. But yeah. it's another but it's the manner of it as well, though. Is, is brilliant for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Pete Aston Villa have started winning. Yeah, well, they're out they're, of it now. They're on forty much. points. Yeah, they're, they're out. Not, of it. Well, uh, for the minute, they could be dragged back in, but uh, chances are that they're probably safe. A good two-one win away to Norwich, which has put Norwich um, back I down. Think, I think I'm right in saying that Norwich have only won twice this year. Yeah, they've been pulled. They've, they've been pulled really right down to it. I was probably a bit harsh on uh, Aston Villa last week. Um, they've they've done really well recently, and, and well, they spanked Sunderland, didn't they? Their form's great. Up. And their form is really good, and I think if they can hold on to Benteke and they can sign mm. maybe a couple of players, mm. those young players that have been criticised and have been on the end of a few hidings are going to have such experience to draw on next yeah. season. They might be, they might do well. Do you know what? Ed um, Lahore as well has really stepped no, up. When they so needed well. him too. Yeah, Benteke, yeah. if he can get twenty goals this season, be the first Villa striker since uh, I forget who it is. It's nineteen eighty one. I think wow. the twenty league goals Jeez. in the season, which wow. is a shocking statistic. Yeah, he's the first player, Premier League player to, to mm. get eighteen for them. I think, isn't it? Oh, I mean, All right, they've had some players, haven't they? Well, you'd have Savo. Well, Bosco Balaban or Dwight York is the one you're looking yeah, at. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Julian Lahore, Joachim had a good season. Agbonlahor became their all-time t- top scorer recently, didn't he? Right. In, the, prem- in the, the Premier League, league. yeah, the Premier league. league, Jim. Um, speaking of the Premier League, <coughs> West Ham and Newcastle uh, drew nil-nil in it. Uh, Newcastle are not safe yet. Peter, no, it's good to see Colachini back though. He seems to have uh, organised uh, the back four a little bit better, but it was you know it's really sort of last gasp, last gasp defending. Are you worried? Right through, yeah, a little bit. We've, yeah. only got, we've only got two matches left compared to a lot of teams around us who have three. We've only got QPR and Arsenal. You've got now, QPR away and then Arsenal at home. Sunderland and Wigan have got a game in hand, haven't they? Mm, mm-hmm. there's, there's only sort of with Q, uh, and you know that that there's no guarantee that they're going to win those, and we've got a slightly better run in <laughs> QPR are an Q- absolute Q- fucking circus. Though. But yeah, but, but, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's it. But that's it. That is the one. Yeah, but that's said at St James's Park I was there for, to watch Shola Miobi come off the bench and you know score on the last minute and something and, and, and also 
Um, all I'm saying is, if you don't beat QPR, hand your keys at the fucking door <laughs> yeah. and don't come back. Absolutely, you need to beat them. I'll tell you I mean, what, yeah, all the pressure on that game. I mean, it's a handy game to have, but it's one way you could see yeah. them. They were dreadful against Arsenal the weekend. Obviously, Theo Walcott scored off like 20 minutes. I watched that game, and it, it was a 20 dreadful, seconds. Dre- yeah, sorry, 20 seconds. It was a dreadful, dreadful game, and it was one of those games where I think Arsenal are going to fluff this. It's like they, they keep giving the ball away in a stupid way. They're going to concede a goal, but everything it. was alone for them to do that. But QPR just couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. they just, they couldn't make it happen. What about Tony Fernandez? You feel a bit sorry for him. He said he's been exploited. And didn't he say something what? like, I've, 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 "I've been exploited," but that was my decision. Turns to be out, fair, or something like. That. <laughs> Turns out some players' agents are bastards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Tony Fernandez is, is, I believe, is a self-made millionaire, yeah. multi-millionaire, mm-hmm. and I don't think he got that way by being exploited. I think he mm. just. He yeah. just well, is he going to become a sort of ruined millionaire? Yeah. But going back to Newcastle, I think you know, obviously, it's a massive plus that they kept a clean sheet, but they didn't look really that bothered at West Ham yeah. and I, I sort of thought they thought that if they came out of West Ham West Ham would catch them out yeah. and, and so it, it was a bit of a malaise they didn't really do an awful lot no. and I think that's they'll be quite cagey against QPR as well I think last couple of matches but since Kabai came back out off injury and you know he's really sort of took the ball by the horns but now his form just completely dipped he just bought, he just looks bored and sick of the way we're playing football yeah. it's, uh, the game at Arsenal is at home though isn't it yeah but okay, still, right. again, Arsenal probably will need a result. Then. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. We got spanked six 0 at home against Liverpool. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's on, not man. like the any, any sort of form is. Um, so, so effectively, because of um, Wigan's game in hand and they've got a slightly better goal difference, mm. their safety is in their own hands. Yeah. So, so to a certain extent, Newcastle are relying on Wigan or yeah. Sunderland, and Sunderland play Stoke tomorrow night, don't they? They do. Okay, right. They do indeed at Reading. I'd fancy someone to win that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reading did, did that classic thing when. Hello, oh, there's a phone. Eat. I haven't done that before. My Goodness, giddy arms. It's been a long time. Let's put sorry, that off. Sorry, everybody. Um, uh, it, or does your phone just do that when I'm about to say Reading score four goals? And it has never done it before. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the reason why. Your Ad- phone's got an opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> was it Adebayoro's phone went off? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, Reading doing that classic thing. Oh, we're relegated. We might as well start playing. Um, mm. Fulham are rubbish. Keep on not doing that. Fulham are rubbish, by the way. Yeah, they really are, they really and, are. and they're on forty points. They've had a very disappointing season, Mate, which has gone under the radar. Fulham are having a brilliant time. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it's waltzing about, moonwalking about, having a laugh. Not, bother, not even bothering for the first time. Cartwheeling down points. the King's Road. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, it would be Fulham Palace Road. Drinking yeah, so. with a Michael Jackson statue. Oh my goodness, what a statue it is! Um, but, but yeah, Redden looks alright. But I mean, Fulham are on forty points, the same as Aston Villa. And Stoke and Stoke, but those, I mean, last week. those three teams aren't realistic in the relegated. Well, uh, this is how this is how Reading got um, got promoted though. They hit form at this time of the season. <laughs> 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 Hanging around mid table, leave it late, lads. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then and then comes the surge. Um, I mean, yeah, Wigan. They're the, the sort of the crucial team. Everybody's looking at. They're home to Swansea, away to Arsenal, and at home to Aston Villa. The Swansea game is, is of course a very crucial. Arsenal away. It's the kind of game you could see them winning. Yeah, absolutely. They've beaten us in this exact situation before. And I mean Swansea as we know they're on the beach I would, you'd expect Wigan to actually win that one especially at home hmm. and Villa might but, well Villa will most certainly be safe by then I would think well, so uh, I'm really worried about the Wigan game. <laughs> I, I can genuinely see Wigan getting 6 points from those last 3 games yeah. and that will give them 41 points and that'll be, mm. that means they're safe and so it will effectively <clears throat> 
I mean, it's looking. I mean, I did say it's looking bad for Villa a couple of weeks ago, and I was proven hilariously wrong on that point. But I think Sunderland will beat Stoke, which means Newcastle and Norwich are bang in trouble. Mm. But I tell you something, I've kept pretty quiet up to now. If Southampton go down, <laughs> after me writing them up as safe for about three months, that'd be brilliant. That'd be <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Southampton, Sunderland away, Stoke City home. What, how many points from Southampton they've got? Southampton they've got 39. 39. So yeah. that, it would take some effort. Well, look at but Nor- I think they've got it in them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Norwich's re- remaining games though. They've got West Brom at home. Man City, so that's tough. Man, Man City away. City away yeah, the last eight. And Man City, the, you know, they, they've certain, they're not <laughs> yeah. on the beach. They're still playing well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, it's. it's I love saying on the beach. It's going to be an it's intriguing good, yeah. one. Yeah. They're on. They're Manchester. on the beach. Euro '92 won it. Yeah, that's just not always a bad thing. Mm. Not always a bad thing. Um, uh, Every it, beach soccer champion ever has been on the beach and won yeah. it. That's, so. Well, sometimes that's not. They're not sometimes actually on the like beach. A, they import the sand. Yeah. So they're, they're on the sand, but perhaps not on. Are, the they, beach. Look, are they looking at the beaches? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our beach is getting sandier, Jim. No. Is what I would like to, to ask the population of Brighton. Uh, the PFA Awards, it's Pebble Beach. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're not sure about that, it was a brilliant joke. Um, <laughs> the, the, the PFA Awards happened. Gareth Bale cleaned up. Uh, winning best player and, and best young player of the season. Scott, didn't he, do, Scott, didn't he say loads of racist well. stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. We should mention, by the way, that he scored a lovely goal at the weekend as well. Th- they needed that. Mm. Not bad for a left back. Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs <laughs> are all stepping up. It, you'd think it would get to the point. Sometimes it, look, it seems like no, no, no team wants it, but these teams no. all want it. Yeah. They all want it. Mm. The Salmonella's in the post, Spurs. Of course they do. Now, um, if you thought that was exciting. We're going to move on to the championship mm. Mm. because actually all that stuff we just to- talked about is just utter dirge compared yeah. to what we are going to talk about that happened. Why would you want to be promoted from that league? I, it <laughs> is. We say this time and time again. It's the most exciting league the world has ever seen. Can I just say before we go since that breakaway league in Colombia in the fifties? Yeah. <laughs> speaking personally to any championship fans who are listening, right? Stay there's, there. There's so many permutations of this. I will get a fact wrong <laughs> at some point during this chat. You will do. But you Possible to keep up. It, so is. it doesn't matter. It is. So Watford were promoted. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, uh, As Phil Thompson said, Hull have been relegated. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Hull City versus Cardiff City. The epitome of absolute scenes <laughs> at the end. <laughs> and it had everything. Yeah. A sending off, a penalty miss, a penalty scored, fans on the pitch. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it ended 2 all. So they um, had to wait, didn't they? They had to wait. Hull needed to win, <laughs> or better. Uh, Watford's result well, yeah. and Watford were at home to Leeds and uh, and Hull they went 1-0 down it was 1-0 and then 2-1 um, and then uh, right at the end of the game Cardiff it was 2-1 Cardiff obviously already champions not much to play for Cardiff have a man sent off they're seeing out the game uh, it doesn't matter what's going on at Watford doesn't mm. matter because it's the, the, their, their fate's in their own hands 2-1 lovely job penalty in the 92nd minute and it's and, and when the penalty was given half the Hull fans ran on the bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh take it Far easy exactly the penalty um, I forget who took the penalty steps up very casually puts it to the keepers of keeper parries it away and that was like oh that's a shame because that would have been a nice way of, yeah, yeah. Of, of going out and then the ball gets knocked up the other end Cardiff have a long throw and I just remember looking at it going hang on a minute here yeah. he lobs it in the box someone handballs penalty Cardiff 2 all, and it's like it's pandemonium it really is it's suddenly everything um, changes at that point Watford were 1 all, weren't they with Watford were 1 all at that point you would have thought as well Steve the way Bruce the, Cardiff, the way Cardiff <laughs> celebrated you would have thought they, they were going up because yeah. 
because of it. They, yeah. they loved it. Oh, of course they loved it. Um, <laughs> they lo- winning's their business, Jim. Exactly. They love drawing. Exactly. So then we go back to Watford. Now, Watford, they started off. Almunia, their first choice keeper, gets injured in a warm-up. The second choice keeper gets injured 15 minutes into the game or something like that. The game's <laughs> delayed by 10 or 15 minutes. So the third choice keeper comes in and has a rather unfortunate day, I think. Jack Bonham, I think it was his first team... Senior debut. It was, yeah. yeah. He's only yeah, 19. Well, it would have been. Such a shame for him. The first one. Mm. Pretty sure he was on loan at Harrow Borough. Okay. And I'm not even sure if he played then. Right. So I don't think so he's played in mean, an enormous, played league game An enormous game to come into. Yeah. The first goal was a slight defensive mix up. It made the keeper look a bit silly. I'm not. I wouldn't put all the blame it's on harsh him. Harsh on him. Yeah, it yeah. was a bit harsh on him, but it's one of those ones that did make him look a bit silly, yeah. um, which, which was unfortunate for him. So one nil. Watford get a lovely equaliser. Um, uh, Abdi scored, uh, and then uh, Watford get, go down to ten men. But it looks as though Hull are going to win. But then Hull's game finishes. <laughs> but Watford have still got fifteen, not ten, fifteen minutes to play because of the kickoff um, being delayed so much because of the injury. And for those of you listening outside of the UK on UK TV here, yeah. we had. Half a screen of that game, <laughs> uh, flicking between that. No, sorry, flicking between Sky Sports Studio and and half a screen of the the whole fans and uh, the whole players. El, El the, yeah, the whole players watching the Watford Leeds game. Yeah, <laughs> all with like their head in their hands and stuff. Yeah, it was incredible, absolutely incredible. When Watford came forward, obviously the message came out. They had a couple of near misses, and then um, right at the end, Leeds uh, got a breakaway, and McCormack chipped the keeper, who should have done a bit better. It just sort of it, it was such a. It was quite a weak chip, wasn't it? No real yeah. power in it. And he just mm. fluffed it between his hands. It bounced in over his head really comically. Yeah. Just, oh. But the only consolation for him is that if they had drawn that game, they mm. still wouldn't have got promoted. No. So it, it would have been. It was down effectively down to the Watford players anyway. Yeah. And well, he, they're sending off. And Troy Dean's got to take some responsibility. Exactly. He's sent off in a, in a crucial yeah. game as well. Well, you know? um, it's not the keeper's fault that they're not. No, they, 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 they lost that game. And they're in the playoffs as well, but they still may go. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they are in the but playoffs. <laughs> but <would> that, <laughs> that's a terrible way to go into it, though, isn't it? It's such oh, yeah. a negative to start on. It's yeah, Zara's got a job in his hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the amount of times we've seen them, the team with momentum getting into the playoffs, because um, I had a little suspicion that if Bolton had made it, they might have done something because they timed their run quite yeah, well. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a second. Yeah, um, but when the Leeds United scored, obviously the whole players just went mental. Yeah, El Mahamadi. Yeah. Uh, not a team player for me well um, <laughs> I thought um, Michael Cox summed it up quite nicely uh, I think on Twitter he put it don't never trust a player who would rather celebrate in front of a camera than with his teammates absolutely right yeah, yeah. For he me, did some really else. odd at one point and when they actually went up he went to turn to celebrate with his teammates then turned back to the camera and started doing a very odd dance yeah hmm. there'll be time for dancing later my friend yeah I know <laughs> get amongst it with your pals yeah um, yeah. so and then it, you've only earned yourself some hammerings anyway <laughs> <laughs> not with Brucey at the helm mate no. oh Steve fair. Bruce lovely man Steve Bruce I'd say something for Steve Bruce he guided Sunderland to mid-table you know yeah. and, and, and oh, he yeah. had a bad start and got sacked and they'd, they'd have him back now Pete, probably, probably Pete, you're very quiet. But what do you he's reckon? Done, he's done well for them. I hate Steve Bruce. <laughs> okay, good. Is that what you were going to say? I'm, I'm glad he did manage Sunderland because then he can never manage Newcastle. So, yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah. Well, I, oh, I, hello, Bobby Robson. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was incredible uh, there. The, the excitement doesn't even stop there. At every level of this, it, the last playoff spot. Was, it went down we spoke about Nottingham Forest versus Leicester City a, a fixture that you've been to I believe Pete um, it's a big old game um, they, the, the winner of that game would have the chance of leapfrogging Bolton if Bolton slipped up at home to, to Blackpool Bolton drew two all at home which was a foolish result because uh, <laughs> they Nottingham, really should have thought that <laughs> yeah. Nottingham Forest and Leicester bad decision 
Forrest led and Leicester were 2 1 up with 2 all and an injury time goal um, from Knockart, who's been a great player for, mm. for Leicester this season, puts them into the playoffs. A pandemonium at the yeah. city ground. Absolutely incredible end. Like, <laughs> Leicester leapfrogging two tar- sides. To on get into on the goal difference, basically. On goal difference. Yeah. Not that Forrest was an odd one because Billy Davis insisted on Another doing. Another adult called Billy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you still find them. Yeah. He, he, he insisted on doing his what was essentially his post match interview before the game. Right. And so he gave quotes of what he would have said had they got into the playoff. <laughs> it's it's silly. weird. I'm not silly man. Yeah. Very silly um, man. And so, I mean, almost inevitably, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't yeah. make it in. That is. Yeah, I don't know mad. the reason for it. So if I'm being harsh on him, then fair enough. But I, I think he's a bit of an old one anyway. But I don't know why he chose to do that. I can't think of someone who is in the employ predominantly as a manager of a football club <laughs> having anything else to do mm. on a Saturday afternoon after a game. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know what he's playing at. But anyway, he thought he thought he would be off for the celebration. Yeah, um, uh, he was probably off for an interview with another fucking club. <laughs> he, lo- yeah, he, lo- he loves making eyes at a club. Yeah. Probably Celtic. Yeah. He loves Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the uh, friend of the round, Matt Dyson, was getting married, and he is massive uh, Nottingham Forest. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, his brother was on, you know, had the old uh, the, the old radio in his hand. Or something oh, really? Poor effort by him so getting married. <laughs> so he's sort of like he's uh, about to get the ring, and he looks at his brother, and his brother goes, and he shakes his head. Oh no! Bloody good rep as well, Matt. Dyson. <laughs> the excitement doesn't even stop there. No, we've got to go at the relegation running in the championship. <laughs> Um, there was a number of teams that could have um, been relegated Sheffield Wednesday won and they won 2-0 at home to Middlesbrough mm. they were safe done mm. um, Middlesbrough can I just say before oh, we terrible. Middlesbrough finished in 16th position yeah. they were in an automatic spot for a little while now spot. I know that um, Tony Mowbray in between playing his sacks <laughs> has, <laughs> a lot, has a job on his hands he's not any money to spend they've yeah. lost players I understand that but in a way, it still doesn't excuse what excuse what is a ridiculous slump. They were oh, in the yeah. t- they were in the automatic position. Yeah, there was talk of them going out. Yeah, Get they finished five points Gibson. off relegation. Yeah. Shiver me timbers. Um, Derby, Burnley, Birmingham, and Leeds all finished on sixty one points, seven points from safety, and seven points from the playoffs. <laughs> Incredible stat. Um, but to the relegation uh, battle or running, um, and Hull- Huddersfield were at home to Barnsley, which was a crucial game. Both teams needed to um, get a result to stay up. They drew two all. Um, now, when James Vaughan scored Huddersfield's equaliser with eight minutes to go, it looks like Barnsley were going to go down because Peterborough were drawing away at Palace. Peterborough needed to um, to equal Barnsley's result, so um, Barnsley were in a bit of trouble there. But the posh got relegated due to a last minute winner from Palace, and they finished on fifty four points, which is not, not good enough for. <laughs> I think that might be a record, a record high point is to be relegated. Yeah, Barnsley got a record as well though when they went down. Right, I think okay. um, in League Two, so records, uh, unfortunate records being can, set. Can you imagine how much? Football, Edgar Davids is going to play next next year. If he stays, Pete, I think he will. Do was, think? It was in League Two and non-league. I, I don't think he's you know, <laughs> in his. In his Ask ma- me next in season. His, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in his um, it, oddly enough, Huddersfield and Barnsley made a pack with each other with the last couple of minutes by the looks of things because Barnsley keeper Luke Steele just sort of dribbled the ball around his own penalty area for for, for the last. Don't like to see it. No, we don't like to no. see it. No. But it would be funny if Peterborough scored then, wouldn't it? Would they not? Yeah. Would they not get um, fined for that? I don't know. Nobody's talking about that. No, um, I don't know. Other stuff happening. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how how blatant it was. It seems pretty bad. But mm. uh, anyway, but so so there you go. Peterborough, um, they were the last team relegated. The playoffs are Brighton versus Palace. Mm. Big derby awesome. match, odd derby. Yes, yeah. mm. uh, and Leicester versus Watford. We'll talk about League One and, and, and League Two plus next time, as they um, <clears throat> will have been decided by them. But the Championship, wonderful last day, great stuff. Who probably guys, probably uh, the best exhausting. Exhausting. Who do you guys think will go up? I know it's difficult to say, but Hull and Cardiff. 
nice. <laughs> Sorry, third one for the taking. Um, well, you got to look at Brighton. I mean, Brighton yeah. have had a really good. Mm. Brighton have had a really good sort of last nine or ten games. I'd like to see Brighton. Yeah, go they, up. they haven't lost for ages, so it's momentum. And, and also, it would be good to see uh, Brighton in the Premier League. Especially with, that, especially with that stadium, that's a lovely place yeah, yeah. to play football. Um, I was. I wanted to mention um, in in the conference playoff. Playoffs. Newport um, County. Newport County have been promoted to the Football League after an absence of 25 years. My um, house, my housemate was he's a Newport County fan. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Justin Enner was managing them, and um, it's, uh, I've got a lot of star of Pete's game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> more than once. Yeah, <laughs> I would have thought more than once. Yeah. Outrageous. But anyway, um, so greatest respect to Newport County. But I will tell you what, this is the two Welsh teams. This though. is one of the most sobering things I've thought of as a Portsmouth fan that Portsmouth would have a league fixture. Or two league fixtures against Newport County next season. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's that crazy. Is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Five years after winning the FA Cup. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, there's one point guaranteed at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, for them. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's all about next season. What an away day, Newport County. Book <laughs> <laughs> your coach ticket now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, let's go on to uh, oh Serie A let's go to Serie A Juventus have won the league let's mm. do the championship again they've wrapped it up yeah. <laughs> do you want to yeah. do the championship all over again yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. true yeah. everything yeah. else is fun pales into insignificance um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Serie A Juventus have won the league yeah, and, and uh, elsewhere Miroslav Klose has scored five goals in one game a glut in a 6-0 win over Bologna mm. Bloody Nora get on that sail it home yes I shall do I think that's his first hat-trick in Serie A actually is that right yeah. He nearly got two of them in the same game. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> saving them up. My goodness. Um, well, so, so Juventus are champions. We sort of knew that would be the case anyway, though. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Finished eleven, like 11 points clear now, aren't they? Uh, in the Bundesliga, the, uh, the the warm up for Wembley happened, uh, mm. where, where Dortmund beat Bayern. Uh, sorry, Drew with the uh, Bayern one all, um, and that sort of leads us neatly into the Champions League. Real Madrid and Barcelona are out. Gone. Mm. It's Over. official. It's official. But Madrid almost almost power shift. Oh, yeah. My goodness. They left yeah. it like why. Oh, I hear it when like, teams really sort of ramp up the pressure like five minutes from the end it's like mm. oh, you could have done that 20 minutes well, ago where uh, Madrid went wrong well obviously there's a number of places conceding too many goals that, yeah. was, that was the first thing <laughs> but um, you know you look at a game like that um, Madrid needing obviously a big result against Dortmund at home that opening 15 minutes mm. you've got to score because mm. there will be a big lull in the game yeah. if you get one then that lull will inevitably that happen so much pressure on them yeah exactly and then and then you may, if you nick one in there and then the last 10-15 is always going to go crazy but they didn't mm. have that and then obviously two wasn't enough Lewandowski was very unlucky though he hit the, hit the bar oh, he and was. it bounced just sort of in front yeah. of the line yeah. and um, the best goalkeeper at the club Diego Lopez made a great save that was a brilliant save <laughs> yeah, it was one of the, fa- one of the really stats justifying his inclusion again one of the stats that, <laughs> that, that Mourinho chucked out um, after the first leg was that Lewandowski scored um, four goals and wasn't fouled once so, mm. so, so basically you could see why they were kicking the shit out of him in the second leg yeah. and he got fouled an awful lot and I also mm. thought Dortmund it's a bit obvious to say of course but Dortmund suffered from losing Gertz early on you know yeah. he's a real outlet for them isn't he especially when Real Madrid Real Madrid are pumping forward yeah. Gertz is exactly the sort of player you'd want you can't think of many other players in world football you'd want on the break than him you know mm. Because he's very useful, he uses the ball very intelligently. I wonder like if that, so. this might actually work out quite well for Dortmund because I think even if he is fit, it gives him a scro- smoke screen to just not play him in the Champions League final. It might be, it might actually be a negative thing if they do play him. Because think about it, you know, it's his last game for Dortmund against the club he's going to That's in the right. Champions yeah, League he final. Might, he, might, he might have talked his way out of a Champions League final position. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Klopp did actually say that he was pleased they <clears> lost <throat> that second leg because he, he felt that they needed to lose a game before the final because they hadn't mm. lost a game yeah. in the Champions League. Because I mean, it looks. 
it looks you know Bayern are the favourites by some way I know they drew at the weekend but you, surely you would think well beating Barcelona 7-0 on aggregate it's <sighs> <laughs> an amazing result. proving that all that short passing ticky tacker nonsense yeah. is a load of rubbish we can finally get rid of it Pulis yeah. <laughs> was watching yeah. going I told you <laughs> 4-4-2 Barcelona <laughs> we'll never get anywhere straight from 4-4-2 <laughs> stop being silly exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly I'm, I'm, get your big lads up front get Ian Dowie and his management <laughs> consultant <laughs> And get your two banks of four sorted out and then come back to me. Yeah. You, want, you want PK doing that at the other end? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I fear they're going to come yeah. back next season. I fear they're going to yeah, come right. back. But you wonder if the neighbours going to be giving his marching orders. And well, that's right, that's right. Um, I'd like to throw someone else's hat in the ring. Um, uh, Frank de Boer has just won a hat trick of league uh, leagues uh, Ajax uh, three in a row as a result his name uh, is amongst the likes of Lou Van Hull and Renus McKell's mm. now at the club former Barca player yeah. would, would de Boer get and Ajax had, you know they've been you know they're not the dominant force they were or obviously he's restored them to that but they yeah, were they, I think they went Holland. six years or something without, yeah. without winning the league and then the Dutch and Barcelona have often had a, had a love affair yeah mm. could happen do you think Tito get given the chop I mean he's won the league at a canter yeah that is true I don't know I wasn't, I've, I've, never, I've not read anything to suggest he made it I was just I jumping just on the back of a knee jerk reaction right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you've got a, what is the back of a knee called that sort of bit isn't it that sort of bit there we go definitive behind the patella just a boost the boost <laughs> yeah oh come on yeah um, uh, but Mark but is right it's almost like the king across the water is uh, is there to be taken if he wants if, yeah, you, if you want him and, and he'll definitely take the job wouldn't he yeah mm. what about Michael Laudrup well yeah exactly it's a stranger that would be fun. imagine them two dream team yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the Levi entire Ajax. dream team back to manage this team Levi Axe and Swansea to fight over uh, Villanova hey <laughs> come on I'll tell you something though Pep's the only way he's down for Pep at Bayern Munich yeah imagine how devastating it will be on Bayern if they don't win it mm. I mean it will absolutely he'll crush be, them he'll be wanting them to lose that final I guarantee yeah. you because it'll be yeah, exactly. well, yeah. you know, what else is there as you say um, what about Mourinho um I mean, he, the, the short interview um, <laughs> suggested that. Uh, to be fair to ITV, they would have been fined heavily uh, if they'd have missed the news, something like that. Yeah. So I, it was understandable, but it was it was almost sort of Dennis Penis esque from, uh, from Gabriel the, Clark. Yeah, Sorry, mate, gotta go. <laughs> if they, you say they lost out and been fined heavily, you're fine. But they, they would have if they got. And I don't know, Mourinho was going to say that, but if they did get the exclusive, and Mourinho actually explicitly said he was going somewhere. The amount of money they would have made from syndicating that that footage yeah. would have made up for the fine. I think it was a poor editorial decision. I don't think it's Gabriel Clark's fault. No, no, I don't think it's, no it's, of course it isn't. But um, it's yeah, it a bit of a strange it? thing. I mean, I mean, the problem is everyone uses everything as a stick to beat ITV with, don't yeah. they? And in some cases, fairly so because I mean they have done ridiculous stuff, like stuff that, like ch- changing to adverts in the middle of like, a game. Yeah, and stuff. Twice they've done that as well. <laughs> Why? How would that even happen? Oh, very few of our between. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, you've, but you've done a lot of TV work. How does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should have an arm involved yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donaldson's on the box get rid yeah. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> cut to a fucking voiceover of Pete's from Amber <laughs> here I am again where will Mourinho be come the summer months Peter where will he be where will he be at Chelsea won't he do you think well that seems to be what he's making kissy faces that isn't it mm. lots of kissy faces um, I did quite f- find it funny in the press conference that um, Mourinho he, his relationship with Casillas is all put over mm. and he said that uh, he regretted not buying Diego Lopez earlier in his three year spell at the club but if you yeah, it's, it. it's a bit of a, a C words trick to yeah. blame the keeper it's just so sort of like Lopez yeah. is, a, is a good, good the problem right. is Casillas has got a huge amount of political influence hasn't he and yeah. so I think Mourinho's almost done the sort of silverback grill thing and said right yeah. this is my dressing room absolutely but that, but that is, spin, is not to be fair oh, no, you know, no, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like he's uh, 
what you've got to be asking yourself is why can't I mean I don't know anything about Casillas as a person so maybe he's just an absolute nightmare but if, if why can't Mourinho manage personalities to the point where yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, they can get on maybe he can't like well I think that's the thing isn't it Mourinho's thing at every club he's been at is that he is bigger than any of the players he is the star and that allows them to that's do right. it frees them up a bit so he can take all the pressure off but maybe Casillas mm. just isn't responding to that and doesn't like that because it's you know it's said so often Mourinho is not viewed elsewhere and it was the same in Italy as it is in Spain he's not reviewed he's not viewed as he was here you know mm. we love him we, we love these things about him but I over think, there they, they don't like it they find he, it arrogant I, and, I think he was at Inter at, it, within that not club the press, no, like, really not the press not the press no it, within the club of Inter no I mean the media like. yeah no you're absolutely right and, which, and, and he was loved Matarazzi cried didn't he yeah Matarazzi. absolutely I th- but mm. I think Mourinho he'd achieved everything and he needed to go and I think that was fair enough but, 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 but I take yeah. your point Jim. but it just seems a little bit presumptuous that he'd be sort of saying I'm, I'm clearly going to Chelsea when you know clearly well I don't know whether anything has been agreed mm. but it just seems that like, presumably they haven't agreed anything so why is he saying well, I think I think it, I mean there's a few funny little rumours about um, Arsene Wenger and, and, and perhaps more credible ones about Carlo Ancelotti I think you know we're going the, to Chelsea no 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 let me finish um, the, the managerial merry-go-round would be in full swing if, if Wenger went to PSG Ancelotti went to Real Madrid and, and Marino went to Arsenal I'd like to know I mean I think on this note of Marino going to Chelsea it's worth a, a little note of recognition for what Benitez has done at Chelsea oh, absolutely I'd be um, very very interested to hear any Chelsea fans who could be big enough to actually stick their neck out and say you know well done but he's done a good job no, I think a lot of them would you know it's the dickheads who shout the loudest isn't it I mean, be fair to Chelsea I've not seen anyone praising him at any level though and if he lifts the Europa League with them and gets them, steers them safely back into the fourth top four places which he's going to do um, he's certainly did the latter of those two things and, and bear in mind they, they, they dropped out the top four last season mm-hmm. I think you need to be a big man about it and say you know well Benitez did well for us you know and yeah. he, and he gave us what we needed mm-hmm. um, well because obviously he won't be there next year but he's at least set a good a good foot in for them ahead mm. of, and he's also managed to sort. He's also managed to um, l- allow Terry and Lampard leave them out a little bit without them get kicking up too much of a stink at senior yeah. as well, which is no, which is no mean feat given the personalities. Yeah. They're like the Casillas of, of Chelsea, yeah. aren't and they? Especially so. with Lampard chasing that record. There you go, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so staying in uh, Spain, a former Real Madrid great, Alfredo de Stefano, will celebrate his 87th birthday later this year. Has announced that he's getting married to 36-year-old Gina Gonzalez in a few weeks. He still is a Real Madrid great, by the way. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Four, <laughs> well, well, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Former Real Madrid player. Forgive me. Forgive <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's getting married to a 36-year-old. I thought you were basically thinking that football's moved on to such an extent. He just <laughs> wasn't that good. Yeah. Him not considered. <laughs> no, no. Um, Kick him out of the Dean Windows Hall of Fame. Well, each man, man to his own. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I am 36, but I'm young at heart. He's 86, actually. Uh, 86. Yeah. He's 87. I'm getting this all wrong. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? You're more confused than he is. He's not even getting married. No, he's getting married. Does everyone get married? He's going to be 87 soon. He's going to get married to a 36-year-old. And what do they say? They might be against it, but that's not important. That's his family. I am interested in my life and nothing else. And not making a lot of trouble. <laughs> and this might do in the Stefano household. <laughs> yeah. Let him do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to go 36, you may as well go 26. I think, I think that's yeah. the... Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's the message there. Um, Stop there. We've, <laughs> we've, <laughs> no, we could go another 10 and it'd be fine. Uh, well, um, <laughs> horrific, but fine. <laughs> in the eyes of the law, absolutely <laughs> fine. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Um, let's, let's quickly go to Brazil. Um, Can I just say, with Alfredo de Stefano, oh, a, lot, a lot of people are sneery about old men having say <laughs> a lot diggers. younger wives yeah mm. but I mean I don't really understand what the problem is I mean if, if 
It doesn't affect anyone other than the two people involved. Stefano's happy with that. He's man, man to his own. Exactly. Yeah, he's exactly. fucking happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Brazil. I'd love him to get married to her and him go, I haven't got any money. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what you're, I literally don't know what you're doing. We really didn't earn a lot back then, you know. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Brazil. I don't think Real Madrid would have seen him too short. Though. A man with a I lot of money is uh, a man the locals call Joao Avalanji. A lot of it's not his money. Uh, Avalanji, yeah. Uh, he's been forced to resign as honorary FIFA president after... Uh, because he's 160 years old. <laughs> forced to resign from an honorary position. That's an absolute <laughs> That's snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't give honorary positions to the time people who would have to resign from them. Yeah. That makes everyone look ridiculous. Yeah, I love it. It makes no difference to his day, like <laughs> ever. <laughs> I've not. Seems... I haven't got a desk to clear out. It's fine. I'll just, yeah. just carry on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't do this anymore. It's just a short phone call. Like I told you, he's, he's like drinking monkey embryos and swans blood. And everything. <laughs> That's why he's still alive. Absolutely. Well, Bathing in virgins. Milk. This is <laughs> this is um, because he was involved, uh, according to the report, in, involved in the 100 million dollar bribery scandal, along with former son-in-law and former head of Brazilian FA Ricardo Teixeira. Can, can yeah. I just say quickly before we move on from this? 100 million is a big bribe. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> I think it was over a period. Yeah. Of time. Yeah. I don't think it was one. <laughs> still, it's still a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I am trying to justify. It's a billion it. pound for every year of his life. <laughs> anyway. You could you could pay, <laughs> you could pay Maradona's tax bill easily with that. Yeah. Well, not easily. Yeah, yeah, you could. You'd still have a. How much is his tax bill? Something like thirty-three million euros. You still have a fair bit. Though. Makes it sound like nothing. I know. El <laughs> <laughs> Diego. Yeah. yeah. Get on the phone. Yeah, yeah dear. Um, a better story to finish um, the, the main of the show with. The American Ard reopened, and they had an exhibition match to celebrate this. The great Ronaldo captain a team against the side captain by Bebeto. The Ronaldo eleven one eight five with the big man on the score sheet. Yeah, man, he's not so big anymore anyway, is he? I mean, he's still got. He's shifted, shifted a bit. I'll tell you what. He scored a goal. If you can find it, then 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 do watch it because it would be pointless having searched for it. Um, <laughs> he he scored it, Marcus. Thanks. <laughs> he scored it. The feet are still as quick as they were. <laughs> it's an absolute glorious little uh, Rabona, is it called? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Ah, oh. yeah. And that leads us to Pete's game. Pete's game, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I've got a burp Suck brewing. it, Pete. No, don't. Your phone went off earlier. Sort it out. That, yeah. Well, it's not reading off, so, you know, I had to make sure that it was ready. Uh, this one comes from a man by the name of uh, Alex Rawlins, and he has come up with John Dahl or No Dahl, Thomason. Someone suggested no. Challenge and Elka to me. Have we already had that one? I think we yeah, have. we must yeah, have had yeah. that. We yeah. must have had that. Yeah. Goodness me. Mm. Uh, this one comes uh, from a man called Sam. It was sent from his Samsung mobile. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Is his Sam. name Samsung? No, <laughs> it could be. Yeah, could be. That was just describing what he, he, he did. does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he goes on the moniker DJ Total on his email. So wow. that's good. Sounds like a wanker. Yeah, he's not me, really. <laughs> well, hor- well, I'm only joking, Sam. Only because you want me to guess his player. Stop right. doing the sign then. Question. <laughs> I wasn't even doing the sign. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't DJ Tall. <laughs> Jim just did it. Uh, Can I get a rewind? Okay. DJ Tall. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. Number one. Clue number one. I was born in Amsterdam in 1969. Stop. Stop. 69. Go on. Frank de Boer. No. Ronald de Boer. Right, Ah, oh. <laughs> I'll go Frank as well. I played for the Premier League winners for one season, but didn't play enough games to get a medal. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh! That's a good, good, good little stop. S- good little clue, then. No, it's not going to be this one. I'm going to say anyway. Giovanni von Brankho- van Bronckhorst. No, stop. stop. Oh, too, too young. Glenn Helder. No, stop. Wisdom Bahada. No. Oh, I don't yeah, think yeah. It. we've already done him. I think. Mm. <laughs> <Have we? laughs> yeah. Let's just go through Dutch players we've already done. Yeah. It'd be easier. <laughs> 
It's okay though Because I won the Cup Winners Cup The European Cup And the UEFA Super Stop. Cup um, Dutch player you say Yes Brian Peters <laughs> <laughs> Never pass up an opportunity Never pass up I'm disappointed I didn't do it earlier yeah. I won the Dutch League <laughs> I won the Spanish League I earned 31 caps for the Netherlands Oh hang on Hang on The proper player Stop Is it Ruud van Nistelrooy? No Oh you're thinking of the injury season mm. Oh hang on Hang on back Ed De Hoyer Is it? No Oh No he was mm, My brother <laughs> Rob Was also a professional footballer This is a toughie mm. Can you read out Sorry the trophies That he's won no. Dutch league Spanish league 31 cuts to the Netherlands uh, He's won the uh, Cup winners cup The European Stop. cup And the UEFA Super Cup Michael Rice again No He's 43 as well Michael Rice hasn't played in England No he hasn't I got sidetracked With all the trophies This is a, t- this is a toughie I retired at Japanese club Oita Trinity or Oita no, Trinity we sh- we in 2004. Yeah, should have had it. Should have had it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> go on, next clue. No, that's all you There's can. No okay, so go back through that. Go back through. That's okay, fine. Go on, you right. can do okay, that. That's fine. That's fine. That's all right. Uh, I was born in Amsterdam in 1969. Yeah, I played for the Premier League winners one season, but I did not play enough games to get a medal. Uh, it's okay though because I won the Cup Winners Cup, the European Cup, and the UEFA Super Cup. I won the Dutch League. I won the Spanish League. I earned 31 caps for the Netherlands. My brother Rob was also a professional footballer. I retired at Japanese club Oita Trinity in uh, 2004. Um... You say you won the European Cup. Is that the European Cup or the Champions League? It says European Cup here. Ooh. It's going to be Champions League, though, because of his age. I don't even <coughs> Yeah, that's true. He's not that's true. Under the age of Come on, we've got to get this. I don't know it, so just No, I don't know it. No, 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 no. Nor no. do you. So this is terrible radio. If it's just not even radio. I'll, it, cut yeah. some out, I'll cut some out of it. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to get it, just tell us who it is. He's on his chance. You've had your chance. Yeah. You'll You've get the same amount of clues. Philip Koku. No. Come on. It was Datman. Ah, oh, Richard Vichka. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Who did he play for? Richard Vichka. Hey. Oh, dear. Oh, man. I forget which English team he played for, but I remember mm. him. Ah, oh, damn it all. You say you said what? You forget what? I forget which Premier League team he played for, but uh, I do remember the man's career. He played for Blackburn. Blackburn. He played for Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One appearance. Good one. Yeah. Oh. Good one. So thank you very much, DJ Tortal. Hmm. Right, uh, let's move on to some correspondence. Yes, it's time for the question of the week, and as the old adage goes, if you can't think of anything to ask, <laughs> do a pun. Yay! <laughs> so we're doing some puns. Um, Can I get my in before? Because somebody might have this one. First, yeah. read the question. Yeah. Okay, right, okay. Read the question okay. Questions. Because it's all stemmed from me thinking of one and going, can we do that? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I was happy to do it too. Okay. Give the game away. Um, the question this this week was merely who's your favourite breakfast footballer mm. Pete David Granola <laughs> yeah that's one, that's one of the ones I had yeah uh, uh, we'll, do, we'll do yours at the end we'll do yeah, well, well if someone's got them yeah Pete got his first I'm gonna just gonna dive in with okay. Rog Chiriocini okay, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> and also Golden Graham Lasso. that's enough because uh, I'm gonna read them out Sylvan E. Bran Flakes <laughs> 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 very good excellent very good I, wait, I, got, I got one no because I've what? got all these ones I've researched and written down are going to be we had over M- three M- Howie oh, oh you've ruined it <laughs> first answer as long as it's served with Craigie Brown sauce yeah. I don't care yeah, Liam right. Sutcliffe um, Hang on, brown sauce yeah that's you not have, breakfast you have a hot yeah, breakfast oh, I suppose if you've got to cook breakfast yeah. Yeah, Tom Robinson says where's hash brown 
Also, yeah. that's because he looks like a baked bean. <laughs> Which has nothing um, to do with the hash brown. Nothing at all. My, my personal favourite is from a friend of mine, and listen to the ramble, Rob Christie, who says... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I can't get this right. I don't want to laugh while I'm saying it. <laughs> Come on. Come on, get with it. Dennis Poor all over again. Jimmy Greavesy Spoon. <laughs> didn't deserve that reaction yeah. for my underwhelming money. yeah <laughs> underwhelming oh, and it's, it's also not a breakfast <laughs> it's a breakfast establishment you're making a mockery I'm going to follow up from Andy who says cereal Regis yeah. <laughs> 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 better oh <laughs> H-Dog from Twitter says uh, Manchester City right back bacon yeah that was <laughs> nice <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Wilson friend of the show oh, and yeah. uh, actual serious football writer Jonathan Wilson <coughs> says the best breakfast match is surely the Nor- Norwegian fixture between Start and Bran oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Start I'm not, not seeing Start not only is he showing his um, uh, his football now exactly yeah. the, 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 the pun skills it's, uh, <laughs> oh, um, Norwegian league fixtures on the Facebook Mike Martin says Daniele De Rosti Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you and Williams on Facebook as well, sort of similar to you on P. Esteban Granola. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like that. Um, I think I'll finish off with Ryan McLean, who says Martin Oatmeal. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I had Toast Al, the Brazilian. Oh player. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, but I think we can all agree Jimmy Greasy Spoon <laughs> was the. Uh, Greasy Spoon Cafe and, if you're not and, sure about that <laughs> uh, just quickly before we move on to your, to your profile thank you we've got an e- a guy who kindly emailed in and his name is Nick DeGarris who emailed in to give us a Guernsey FC update oh cool oh, right. remember they had 20 fixtures uh, to take place uh, between I think the beginning of April and the end of the season and they got Matt Letizia in Letizia yeah. played a match didn't he did he come on uh, as a he, he's not mentioned that but he does say that, um, <laughs> that since, since the start of April they've won 10 drawn 2 and lost 4 with 3 games to play brilliant um, so the last he says it's mental the situation the last four games are all pl- taking place this weekend <laughs> oh my weird. god um, so they play against Hartley Whitney uh, Epsom and Yule and Farnham Town if they can win those three matches they'll finish second in the league and potentially get promoted as a league giving out two promotion players <laughs> to the second place teams with the highest points in comparison to Ooh. the number of teams played all the step five leagues it's quite complicated but fingers crossed they will cool. that's from Nick Degarius and cheers for the update mate um, super yeah. yeah excellent stuff right Let's have a profile. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have... Um, it's it's one of those Hungarian players, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, Laszlo Kubala. Um, who... Uh, not, in the, not in the great 50s team, though. No? Well, no, he only... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that. I mean, he's... Uh, he, no, he wasn't in the Mighty Magus um, no. in, in their golden so, yeah. period, yeah. yeah. But uh, let me start off um, by saying he's the... Uh, well, no, actually... No... <laughs> Where are we now? Yes, uh, born on the tenth of June. <laughs> what noise was that? Born on, it was <laughs> new. It was uh, it was Pete's laptop. Born on the tenth of June, nineteen twenty-seven. Exactly forty years yeah. before the summer of love. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> exactly. Now he's the only man to have represented three international teams in the history of the game. He is Bar- that's literally impossible now. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is Barcelona's third highest goal scorer in all competitions, and was voted at the turn of the century Barcelona's greatest ever player and the second best player behind Alfredo de Stefano to have played in La Liga. Shove up your whole Messi. We've started strongly. I think we can all agree. <laughs> My yeah. giddy Leon aunt. Dublin's in great company. I am hungry for more. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, shut up and let me. 
Um, uh, he was born in Budapest in Hungary from a, from a poor background. He grew up uh, during a very difficult time in Europe, uh, particularly Central Europe during the 30s and the 40s, of course. Um, and it was in 1945, um, at the age of 18, he started his football career at Ferenc Varosh. Uh, he played inside right, and one of his teammates there was the great Shanda Kokic. Yeah, from the Mighty Magyars. Yeah, who's in the Dean Wendell's Hall of Fame. <clears throat> he was there for a year, scoring 19 goals, putting in some good performances. And then he left Hungary um, to avoid, uh, it's alleged, to avoid uh, doing military service and joined Slovan Bratislava in the former Czechoslovakia, um, playing as an out and out striker there. Now, he represented the Czech national team, which was his first uh, outing in uh, uh, national uh, national team colours for, for them, and uh, uh, scored four in six. Then he moved back to Hungary only a year later to, again, avoiding uh, military service in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> um, and when he was there, he played three times for Hungary. But he, It's funny, because yeah. you see footage of him, he looks quite tough, so you wonder why he avoided national service. I think he'd be quite good at it. Yeah, probably I didn't want to get shot at. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Probably preferred football. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, don't be a keeper then. Ah. Well, he, he wasn't Yeah it's true <laughs> Probably didn't want to get shot at He's got all these uh, uh, areas covered um, He wanted to leave Hungary though Due to the country's um, newly uh, communist regime being set up <clears throat> And he managed to get out of Hungary in, in 1949 Hiding under tarpaulin in the back of a truck Being smuggled out of the country um, First to an American zone in Austria And then on to Italy Apparently he pretended to be a Soviet soldier To get into Italian borders <laughs> Again I'm not sure how that would work out But Europe was a bit of a funny place Especially uh, Central Europe at the time. Um, Jean Le Carre novel, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he You're arrived. a fan of Jean Le Carre, actually, Peter, yeah. Pre- read, read Prim's Olive books. Yeah. You're a Jean Le Carre completist. How's <laughs> about that? Mm. Um, he arrived uh, in the city of Busto Arizio in the north and sniffed out local Serie A side at the time, Pro Patria. Now, this is a lovely one. He asked if he <laughs> could uh, train with the side and went along. And he saw they were going to start with fitness exercises. So he pretended he wasn't quite ready, he was just getting his gear on, and waited until the team had set off on a jog. And then he began just juggling the ball on his own. This happened to be in front of the club president. And the club president saw this. Um, and uh, Cabal remembered it and said, The club president saw me and said jokingly, If you can do 400 keepy ups without dropping the ball to the floor, I'll give you my watch. He thought it was impossible, but I didn't need asking twice. Right, left, right, left, thigh. Sequence of headers now and again. Th- 398, 309, 400. No problem. Just for good measure, I did a lap around the field while keeping the ball. Up. He was amazed, <laughs> <laughs> and he got the he got his watch and of course his attention. Did he mm. not? Did he not uh, narrowly miss out on the uh, Gran Torino? Um, he did. Yeah, that was crash, a that, superga disaster. That's yeah. right. That was because um, because he was his footballing ability um, became widely known because he was such a great player. And, and Torino, that's right. They did invite him to play in a friendly uh, in Lisbon against Benfica. And Torino, that Torino side was probably the best side in Europe at the mm. time. They were fantastic. Il Gran Torino as they're, as they're nicknamed. And, and they died on the on the, on the way back from <clears throat> Lisbon in, in the plane crash. But he pulled out the last minute because his son was ill. They won about five league titles in about six years or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, so he only he, just missed out on that crash. Just basically. missed out. Yeah, Crazy, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Um, around this time, the, the Hungarian Football Federation got in contact with him, telling him to return to Hungary, and they protested to FIFA um, about this because their their man was was able, so to speak. Uh, he got a year ban from football. Now uh, he responded uh, along with his other uh, some other exiled uh, Hungarian football mates to um, to set up a team. F- uh, they formed a team called Hungaria. Which <laughs> I think, I think we, we spoke. We've talked about the Mighty Maggies uh, in their profile, obviously, um, and, and they I think went on a little tour around around the world. I think a lot of teams did it, didn't they? Yeah, it was I quite normal at the time. Yeah, um, again because there was so much unrest. Exactly, and this was around 1950. Um, and they, they they toured around. They went to Spain and played friendlies, uh, most notably against Real Madrid. They even made a film about Cabala um, in this uh, called "Stars in Search of Peace." 
which I quite like. Mm. Quite a nice title. I like to. Um, I mean, you see footage of him playing. He's absolutely massive. His thighs. Mm. Oh yeah. This is an absolute ox of a bloke. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Madrid were obviously interested in signing him because they saw uh, what a great player he was. But Pepe uh, Samiter, the Barcelona's former star striker, saw him and went about getting his uh, signature for the Blaugrana. Um, now he was meant to go to Madrid and have a trial with them, but as the story goes, um, uh, Big Pepe uh, had other ideas and apparently uh, put him on a train to Barcelona, telling him um, this was Kabala was had a few drinks with with uh, with Big Pepe because <laughs> um, apparently he liked to drink, and so he was, he was a bit pissed basically, and he said, "No, we're off to Madrid now. Get on the train." And but the train was going to Barcelona. Wow! And so he. <laughs> Kind of kidnapped him, really. Yeah. Not, not the brightest. Conned yeah. him. Yeah, he conned him. Um, but they got to so Barcelona. I'm not, I'm not doing national service. I don't care where I go. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to Hungary? No. Fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> um, but one of his uh, Kabbalah's demands was that his brother-in-law, um, was who was coach of the Hung- uh, Hungaria team that they put together, and he coached teams before. He was a proper manager. Mm. Uh, his wish was that he was put in charge of Barcelona if he signed for them as well, which he was. So um, that's, it, a pretty that's big incredible. Decision, isn't yeah. yeah, and I think he became. Imagine that happening now. Because <laughs> Latan signs for Barca. Yeah. Oh, I only do it if my, if my brother was a manager. No. <laughs> when he did it, he was a previous. He wasn't like. It doesn't matter. They've already got a manager. <laughs> he also, I think, he also became like the best play, player in Spain or so. He, he got if a he, good if deal. He's, if he's not my brother to be manager, he has managed before. Good. It's at least I expect. <laughs> yeah. Would you take Jamie Redknapp in his prime and Harry Redknapp as the manager? <laughs> I. Let's hurry red up in his prime. That's the question. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, look, you mentioned his uh, fantastic physique there. This is well also, represented. They're not, they're not brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, but they're in a relationship. <laughs> Sorry, mate, go on. They're in a relationship, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this this uh, great physique of his is well represented in the statue of him outside the New Camp. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see that when we went there, sadly. No, we didn't. That's a bit of a shame. His, his thighs were huge. We were very late for that match. Yeah, we, were, we were indeed. Yeah, his, th- his thighs are Danny Shitu esque. Yeah, they were, they were <laughs> he, very strong, but had a wonderful, subtle touch and incredible dribbling skills. Messi's style of play and position has often been compared to that of Kabbalah in Spain I think there's a video on YouTube which, which has clips of them um, mm. on, on the same right. videos oh really because Kubala to me looks a lot more you're definitely taller and bigger as well yeah. he is yeah but his style of play I think where, where we'll put it this way I mean Messi obviously gets um, defenders trying to, to hack lumps out of him um, and uh, Kubala was the same I mean during his time there he had to have seven knee operations wow you know, um, but but you know we talked about his get some hormone injections would be fine. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, we talked about his you know his <laughs> the demands of the brother-in-law and, and his wages and all that kind of stuff. But it all paid off for Barcelona. I mean, he, bearing in mind he had to wait nine months to play uh, because he was waiting for the for his band to mm. um, to, to, to leave. Um, and uh, in his first season, Barcelona won all five competitions they entered, and he was an enormous part of that, scoring twenty six goals in nineteen games, including. Six in one game against Sporting G- um, uh, Gijon yeah. in a 9-0 win yeah. which remains the most a player has scored in a single La Liga game he scored so many goals for us it's ridiculous yeah absolutely um, and the next season they won uh, the League and Cup again back to back League and Cup doubles you know you say you had to wait nine months away. he, he, he was loved playing the Cup wasn't he 
I'm pretty or sure he played in the cup and scored a few goals. And he played games. friendlies for them. Like, yeah, they, 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 they were different. And, and he was a bit of a drinker. You wouldn't want him sitting around. You get a bit John. He'd end up in Madrid. Yeah, he'd get tricked into signing for him. His teammate Jean Segara said of him, he was just unstoppable. He had so many moves. Opponents didn't have an idea what to expect. He'd go past one, two, or three with Stalinese and then either put a chance on a plate or smash the ball home himself. Um, I, I think the most impressive thing about um, Kabbalah is if you look at videos of him on, on YouTube and, and whatnot, that he looks like a modern footballer back yeah, then. That's true. I mean, he really he looks head and shoulders above the rest. Mm. You know, we we often look at other players and you think, oh yeah, for their time, you can see they were special. This guy is just unbelievable, and how we've never heard of him really mm. is, is quite strange. I suppose because he never played at a World Cup. We'll come on to his international career careers. Um, <laughs> you know, but he. I think his greatest achievement is scoring two goals for Catalonia against Luton Town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he scored a couple of goals Big in time. the Europe Eleven at Wembley um, against England. I think a four. All. In a four-all draw, but yeah, he, he <laughs> that exclusive club. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, according to the Barcelona website, his style of play was quite revolutionary at the new camp. Um, apparently, the way he curled the ball was something that they'd never seen before. All oh, right, um, and it's and it's suggested. Um, due to the demands of seeing him play that he was one of the catalysts for the club building the new camp as this previous stadium held a mere 60,000 not big enough <laughs> yeah exactly there was also talk because the new camp was built I think opened in 1957 mm. yeah, and um, he was playing for them there was also, there was also talk of um, the great Heleneo Herrera who went on to win the European Cup with Inter obviously yeah. was manager of um, Barca yeah and, and in, in the 1960 European Cup semi-final against Real Madrid yep um, which obviously Real Madrid went on to win Caballero had a massive bust out of Herrera and Herrera mm. left him out That's and they got right. battered like a good, didn't they yeah. um, so it, Herrera, they got rid of Herrera and, uh, and for, for all of Barcelona being considered a massive European superpower which they are they haven't actually won anywhere near the amount of European no. cups Real Madrid have won and they could have mm. changed they could have <clears> won well, it well absolutely and, and this shows what a great player he was and, and how he got that Barcelona team really ticking because you know during the 50s that Madrid side was one of the most celebrated teams in, in the history of European football winning five European Cups and Pushkas and De Stefano were there pulling the strings but despite all that he at that time he helped Barcelona win four La Liga titles and five Copa del Reyes in amongst the, uh, playing against that um, Real Madrid team it was incredible mm. and Ferenc Pushkas said of him when it came to ball juggling there was no one better even the Real Madrid fans were fixated by his routine when Barcelona came to play us his game was crystalline such a joy to watch there you go Absolutely. I like that can you if we turn that story to his wife yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably more about his own playing career yeah. I would have thought um, during his spell at Barcelona he played for the Spanish national team 19 times scoring 11 but narrowly missed out on the 54 World Cup after Spain lost out uh, due to the drawing of lots um, and uh, oh, God. Uh, different time um, uh, he was in the squad for the 62 World Cup but pulled out alongside Di Stefano with injury imagine if him and Di Stefano had gone there hmm. well, absolutely superb how old would he have been then though 35 yeah like he'd have been yeah, a bit yeah. older um, and my then knees he, left yeah, uh, he finished playing with Barcelona in '61. He scored 194 goals in 11 seasons for the club. He took charge of the youth team and then was appointed a, a manager of the senior side. He didn't fare too well there. Left to go to Espanyol. Came out of uh, retirement as a player coach uh, for Espanyol. Persuaded Di Stefano to join him there. Finished playing in Switzerland for FC Zurich as a player manager. And then he managed an array of different sides, including Toronto Falcons. Um, Spain. Um, can I actually? Can uh, I say I actually remember him managing the Spain Olympic team. Right, in okay. The, in the early 90s. Yeah, well, he married Paraguay in 95 as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Great that was his last job. Wow. He, most notably, he guided Spain to the 78 World Cup finals, which was their first finals in 12 years, and he won the Segunda Division uh, at Malaga. But, uh, you know, this is a player we, we rem yeah. remember the great man. Um, I, I mean, 
one of the greats in the history of European football it mm. really has to be said and one of the most underrated players outside of Spain because obviously he's well rated there um, we'll leave the final words um, uh, to the marvellous uh, Brian Glanville who described uh, him in Kabbalah's uh, obituary as thick-thighed, blonde, muscular cheerful heavy drinker who'd allied exceptional skill with tactical flair and a devastating right foot shot <laughs> cheerful <laughs> heavy drinker it comes that makes it sound like he was drinking during the game <laughs> yeah. he's having a wonderful time <laughs> I like that Brian Glamour's been asked to describe him as a footballer and he's managed to shoehorn cheerful heavy drinker <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be well, you'll be well loved in the D when that's all the fame absolutely uh, ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the football ramble for this week I hope you had a nice time if you want to get in touch the email address is show at thefootballramble.com the twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com and the facebook is facebook.com forward slash footballramble absolutely yeah say yeah. goodbye Jim uh, good. just want to do a little plug first for okay, okay. Oh, give right. him his plug yeah no, I am there. doing a preview of my new stand up show Stupid Animals at the Wilmington Arms in London on the 9th of May it's £3 if you want to come along <clears> so there's the plug over rip off <laughs> oh. <laughs> no it's very good I enjoyed your last stand up show and I'm going to enjoy I this one I wasn't deriding Jim's plug uh, Pete Pete's actually just of... removed his testicle from his yeah. pants. Oh. Yeah. Pete. Giving him an errand. Right. We're off to the pub now, we. Get lost, lads. Uh, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> might, might put up some trousers on. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and it is goodbye from me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.